Welcome to Creatively Human, a podcast for online business owners and creatives that goes beyond the work and dives deep into why we do what we do, the struggles and wins we face along the way, and how we fit it all into the kind of life we want to live. I'm your host, Ruth Poundwhite, and I help creatives grow their businesses in ways that fit around their life and values. Hi, and welcome to my second ever solo episode of Creatively Human. I'm a little bit nervous about this one because I'm getting quite honest and vulnerable about being honest and vulnerable online. One of the things I mention a little later on in the episode is the importance of doing things your own way. And before we dive in, I just wanted to let you know that I have some brand new training to help anyone who wants to build an email list for their business, but wants to do it in a completely honest and non-icky way that feels right. So if anyone who could use a bit of a helping hand, I'll pop the link in the show notes or you can head to ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash email. Today I wanted to talk about something that's been on my mind quite a lot lately and that is being visible online. So this year I've made a huge progress when it comes to being visible in so many different ways and for me being visible doesn't literally mean just seeing my face although that's part of it. It also means this podcast, it means being more myself in my writing, being more honest about about some of the struggles Um just being more vulnerable I guess. So since having Rowan in December 2017 I just I felt like I needed to change. It really shook me up in in lots of ways. I mean firstly I found it incredibly difficult first having him. I think I had no idea what to expect and it was the shock of my life. I was very emotional. I was I was very upset for many weeks when he was first born. I mean I feel a lot better now, so I can talk about it. But at the time, it was awful. Um, but that's a that's a different topic for a different day. Um, but I think the fact that I I got to that level was part of the reason why I felt like I needed to make a change. And it wasn't just that; it was also the idea of thinking that I want him to grow up being proud of me, and that means doing what I want to do, talking about what I feel like is important to talk about, and having the courage to put it out into the world. So around June 2018 is when I decided I'd had it. That's it. I'm just going to do it. Before that, I I never thought, never ever thought I would put my face out there. Never thought I would do a podcast, although I always wanted to do a podcast, but I told myself it wasn't for me. And I was too scared. I didn't want anyone to actually read what I wrote. I didn't want to put anything personal in. Well, on the surface, I didn't want it. But deep down, I did want it. And I could never really understand the two. Like, how did they match up? Why on one hand did I want to completely hide away and on the other hand run this very visible online business? And the more I've learned about it since then, the more I realise that the side of me that wants to hide away is not my true self. It's, It's the fear. It's all the stories I tell myself. It's small things that have happened in my life that have made me think it's safer to hide away and dangerous to show my true personality, to show my true feelings, to be honest about the hard times. And the side that's inside of me that wants to be visible, it's not because I'm narcissistic, it's because I care 
and I have something that I want to share and I crave a connection with like-minded people. So like I said, in June 2017, I decided enough was enough and I was just going to do it. And believe me, I was I was bloody scared, like really, really scared. I started my Instagram account and um, I didn't have many followers. So it was kind of easier to be visible in that sense because I knew that there weren't that many people listening, uh, listening and watching. So I started showing my face on Instagram stories. And I think the pressure was off a bit because you know that they are only there for 24 hours. And like I said, not that many people watching. Um, I also tried to uh, start being a bit more vulnerable in my writing. So previously, I think I was kind of hiding behind writing how-to content. So I mean, like how to start an email list, how to write a blog post, you know, basic stuff like that. But to be honest, anyone can write content like that. I mean, if they know how to do it. But what sets you apart if you're writing something like that? It's your personality. It's your own stories. It's your own experience. It's your own struggles. It's basically sharing to connect with other people. So I changed the way I write. I started showing my face on Instagram stories. And I had this little idea about starting a podcast but still, didn't think it was for me. I just kind of told myself, oh yeah, that would be nice, but it's not for me. The interesting thing is, and I'm going to talk about this in a different episode all about that my experience of starting a podcast and what that's brought up for me. But the interesting thing is, I feel like one thing has kind of led to another. Being more visible, being on Instagram stories has made me kind of get used to talking and putting it out there. And that was like a precursor for starting my podcast. Being more visible on Instagram stories has made people get to know me in a different way that they wouldn't had they just looked at my Instagram photos and captions. Being more visible has helped me learn some things about myself. It's helped me face that horrible reality of recording a story, watching it back and cringing, like seriously cringing, but then getting past that. Because that's the thing. I doubt myself all the time. I watch myself and I cringe all the time. I wonder all the time, why does anyone care what the hell I have to say? Why is me just sharing what I'm doing this weekend? Why is me sharing about how I had a nice lunch? Why is me sharing about my fears about my business? Why is that interesting to anyone? But but the thing is, I thought about what do I find most interesting when I see people being visible online. I like seeing their face. I like hearing their voice. I like being brought into small everyday moments of their life. I like it when they're real. And I like it when I see little bits of them all the time because I get to know them. I get to become part of their lives. And I kind of miss them when they're not there. I feel connected to them on a deeper level. And to be honest, I am so much more likely to buy things from the people who who have a face, who have a voice, who are like real, fully rounded people in my mind, compared to faceless companies. I'm much more likely to learn actually from someone who's being honest about how they started something and they struggled with it as opposed to someone who's just telling me here's how to do the thing in 10 steps I, I it makes so much difference when people share their personal experiences and it all comes down to being visible at least that's what being visible means for me and don't get me wrong like I struggle I struggle with it all the time but it's one thing to know all that it's one thing to know how you connect to other people and it's another thing to apply that to yourself and I struggle with it all the time I still struggle with it 
As I'm recording this, it's fine, but if I think about actually putting this out into the world and people listening to it, that that freaks the hell out of me. It really does. Basically, my mantra has been keep on keeping on, keep on keeping on. I feel scared. Okay, just keep going. Oh, what will people think? No, don't worry. Keep going. I find that I've had to take action to get past it, if that makes any sense. I have to stop thinking and just do it. See what happens. And to be honest, I've posted on Instagram, when I show my face, when I share things that I'm struggling with, that's when I get the messages. That's when I get replies. That's when I get to know people on a deeper level too, because we have an exchange of conversation. So apart from having Rowan, the real direct catalyst for me being more, more visible was taking a visibility course with Ray Dodd. And one of the things that she said in the course, which just makes so much sense to me, is that being visible is a massive, massive shortcut in your business. And it's just so true. I mean, I can see it from the things that I have bought. When people have been visible, it saves all that time. It saves all the effort of them having to do um, like loads of emails, loads of posts, loads of blog posts. You know, you see someone's face, you hear their voice and you get to know them like that much quicker. And not only that, but doing things live, for example, Instagram lives, Facebook lives. Yeah, going live is a great way to save time because you can literally teach people in that moment and you can get the feedback in that moment. So visibility is becoming an increasingly important part of my online business strategy. And more than that, I think it's such good personal development. I mean, firstly, the fact that it's something I never thought I would do is just something that makes me proud, to be honest, because I am scared. I'm very scared. I don't know. I consider myself to be more scared of it than the average person. But of course, we all kind of have stories like that about how we feel other people think. But actually, probably, if we got to know them and got chatting, we'd realise that we have a lot of the same fears as other people. So yeah, I'm proud of myself for facing that fear. I still worry all the time about people seeing me, especially people in my real life. And that's hard to understand exactly why. Why is it okay to talk to people on the internet, but for people in my real life to see it? I think that's a bit of an imposter syndrome type thing, you know, worrying about being found out. But yeah, I mean, it's been such a good decision. Let's just put it that way. And I would encourage anyone who's scared of being visible to consider being a vis- bit more visible. Just just one notch up from what you currently are. Because that's the thing with the comfort zones. They stretch. Like your comfort zone starts at a certain size and you do something just outside of it and then your comfort zone grows. And you do just something outside of that and then it grows again. And before you know it, you're doing things that you never ever thought you would do. And that means so much, so, so much. And the impact it can have on your life, your business, your relationships. Yeah, it's just brilliant. Anyway, that's what I wanted to say. I just wanted to say I am scared all the time. I second guess myself all the time. I cringe at myself all the time. But generally, I I now catch myself doing that. I catch myself when I've got that inner voice saying I'm not good enough. I catch myself when... I think, why would anyone care about this? Because to be honest, some people won't like it and that's fine. It's hard really to deal with it, but logically it's actually perfectly fine. No one can like every single thing about anyone. Um, So yeah, if you're thinking about getting more visible, I really, really encourage it. Push through the fear. You don't have to do anything that's totally, totally scary for you. Like I said, just go like one little notch up and I think you'll find that It comes with so many unexpected benefits and rewards. So I recorded all of that 
a few weeks ago and I was just listening back and there were a few other things I wanted to say and I apologise if the sound doesn't quite match up because obviously I'm recording it on a different day but I just wanted to include this little bit extra. First thing, one of my massive business values right now is avoiding the word should and it occurred to me that in this podcast episode I may have sounded a bit like you should show your face you should put your face out there you should go on video you should go on Instagram stories that's not exactly what I meant I do think that that the things I have done have been a bit of a shortcut for helping people to remember me and chat with me and get to know me but it's not the only way to go about it and I do totally get that it's not right for everyone And I'm sure if you think about the people that you follow, that everyone is kind of being visible in their own unique way. So some people will just share absolutely everything about their lives and they're comfortable with that. Other people share more about their values and why they do what they do, but they may not bring their personal life into it. They may not show their face. They may not speak on camera. And that's absolutely fine. I have said before, but I am a massive introvert, so I'm still trying to figure out what the right boundaries are for me around sharing because sometimes I can be really visible on social media and then I'll suddenly just kind of crash and I'll just need to disappear for a bit. I am getting better though so I will say if you are really introverted as well it does get better. In the earlier days of sharing on Instagram and also recording this podcast I literally would feel like taking a nap Now I'm getting much more used to it so I'm quite glad in that sense that I'm challenging myself and getting used to a bit of a different way of doing things but yeah I like I said I'm still trying to find the boundaries of what feels good to me, what I feel like talking about for my personal life, how much I want to share of my personal life and just how much I want to be on and I think for me having boundaries about how often and how long I use social media for is actually quite helpful. So I suppose I just wanted to encourage anyone listening to to do things your own way. But I guess what I would say is that if you are scared, but you have something inside you that still wants to do it or that wants to talk about something, but you're scared of the reaction, then maybe that's something to be explored. If it's something like you feel like you should put your face on video because everyone's saying you should then that's not really a good reason to do it. But if you feel like, oh, I think I could communicate this better and I think I could make some really wonderful connections with people if I spoke a bit about this on video or in an audio or even just spoke about it in a blog post but but got a bit more personal and vulnerable in it, if you feel like that's part of what you really want to do but it's just fear holding you back, then maybe question that fear and realise that you can sort of stretch that comfort zone a bit and just see what happens and I have to say I'm still learning sometimes I put something out there and I'm like no no why did I post that and I have deleted a couple of things that didn't feel right and it's just a work in progress but I suppose the ultimate point of this episode is just to say that I am (laughs) I am very scared and I'm pushing myself a bit and I hope that I can encourage you to push yourself in whatever way feels right and most needed for you and I also really hope that it'll be as much of a positive experience for you as it has been for me. 
So that's all I've got to say, really. And I'd love it if you could share with me if you have had any realizations about this topic yourself, or perhaps you feel really, really comfortable not being visible and you feel like you're making great connections with people. I'd just love to hear anything you have to say about the subject. And if you have any questions about what I'm doing and you want me to talk talk a bit more about any of the things that I've brought up here, then please head over to Instagram or my website and just send me a message and I'll try and do a Q&A episode at some point in this series. So that's it for today. I hope you found this useful. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Creatively Human. It would really help me and the podcast if you could take a moment to review, rate and subscribe. I'd also really love to hear from you on Instagram at Ruth Poundwhite, where I like to get a bit philosophical about online business. And you can find me on my website, ruthpoundwhite.com, where you can read the episode show notes, subscribe to my behind the scenes newsletter, or read more about my own experience of running a creative online business.